0: Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Well, Brad, I wanted to open this week's episode with the very, very exciting news.
1: Not more Rise of the Resistance, please. Not more Rise of the Resistance. No,
0: Brad, there's new carpet in Ohana. So anyway, about Rise of the Resist <laughs> <laughs> No, this is not something I want to talk about for, for really any amount of time. Uh the the only reason that I've really even took notice of this is uh because as people will know, um you and I are usually pretty against adding IP where IP doesn't need to be and, and Ohana in the poly doesn't really need Characters in the decor, you know. Obviously, they do character dining and stuff there, and I'm I'm all over that. But so when I saw that uh, Moana carpet had been added to Ohana, I was I I kind of groaned a little bit because I was like, oh man, do we really need that? But looking at it, this carpet is really nice, and this is a really good example of Disney taking some IP that makes sense in the location it is removing you know, a lot of the detail from it and making this, you know, nice little kind of abstract uh, reference to one of their, one of their movies.
1: Yeah. So I w I will also say that when, you, when, even when you put this in the show notes, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, Oh man, is this gonna like over the top Moana everywhere or something? But this is one of those things where like looking at the, so we'll, we'll put a link in the show notes to, Uh, The blog Mickey story about this, but like looking at the dining room photo in there, I don't know that I would immediately like if I was just walking in there for dinner, I don't think my first thought would be, oh, look, they have Moana carpet. This is the sort of thing that I, I kind of think partway through the meal. I would look down and be like, oh, that's oh, that's cool. That's Moana carpet. And that's the sort of thing, you know, that I and, and this isn't a new concept by any stretch. I mean, we see this throughout resort theming, uh, but at the same time with the, you know, IPIP IP everywhere, it's it's easy to get kind of gun shy about it and, and expect it to just be over the top and this is not that and yes I, I agree we we should acknowledge you know because as much as we complain about oh they're adding IP and this and I hate that blah, 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 blah. like this is a this is an example of IP working and IP done well and I'm going to stop saying this because IP just mm, I, I need to stop saying that it just sounds bad
0: but yeah I, I think this is done well and I, I wanted to you know I wanted to just kind of acknowledge that that this is this is good, and uh, honestly, the lights, the lighting is so low in Ohana. I don't know that you would even notice this. You know, like at nighttime, the the lights are very dim in Ohana. It's it's not a the the lights in this image are way higher than they would be normally. So, um, I don't know that you would even really. You know, I don't know if you'd have the opportunity to notice this at, at dinner time, at least. So, um, but yeah, no, I, I thought this was good. I just wanted to, to call it out as like a good on you, Disney. This is, this is good.
1: So they're continuing right now. It's still, it's still Lilo and Stitch meet and greets, right? Mm-hmm. The assumption perhaps being that they might switch to Moana meet and greets here. I don't
0: know. Maui's kind of big is my only thought on that like M- Maui is a physically large character. Even even I think even wider like than than Stitch. It, I, Maui feels a little a little big to be indoors to me. It'd
1: be interesting to fit him in there. So so clearly the easiest way to do this is to synergize 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 and make what make Moana 2 got to save Stitch. <laughs>
0: Moana 2, where Maui all of a sudden is small.
1: (laughs) There you go. He's not muscular anymore. I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking. We've got to. We've got to make all of those the IP work together. Oh, I see. So you know, maybe maybe like Maui is is shape shifting, and suddenly he shape shifts into Stitch, and then he gets captured by the people who are still looking for Stitch. And then Lilo and Stitch meet up with Moana as they travel through the through space to find Maui, using all of the all of the skills that Moana now has to to traverse the stars. Hmm. You know you you want to know the thing that worries me when I say things like that. Do you know the thing that worries me, Jeremy, when I say things like that? What? It's that somebody might at like if, if you thought it of it sounds somebody else yes. could have thought of it yes that it that it fits in the plausibility scheme somewhere and then it scares me <laughs> because then i'm like that could be a thing i don't want that to be a thing okay that that no bloop that's gone out of the out of the you know global consciousness um moving on
0: so the the you know quote main thing this week is that mickey and minnie's runaway railway has opened you and I, obviously, are not uh, in Florida, which is, you know, sad. Sad. But um, I thought it might be fun for us to uh, watch this, one of these ride-through videos that, you know, everybody's posting now. And uh, kind of, you know, obviously, we're not going to get a, a, like, real good idea of of the attraction because a ride video, while nice, is, is nothing like being there. Uh, But I thought we could, you know, maybe talk a little bit about how it compares to Great Movie Ride and and stuff like that. And I I have no I have no context for this attraction Um, as far as as far as what I know about it. um, But, you know, it's it's basically what we've talked about on the show. So this is this will be interesting to me to go in and actually take a look and see what what it actually is.
1: Okay, so I would I am willing to do this. And we, we didn't, we didn't discuss this before, before recording. You just said, Hey, I'm thinking about doing a ride through. If you're cool with it, I am cool with it on the, with the, with the one caveat that, and and I'm saying this is much for perhaps more for myself than for you. We are not allowed to just totally be like, Oh, this is horrible because we both know that ride throughs do not give us the full experience. All right, cool. Now let's have everyone sit and listen to us for seven and a half minutes (laughs) while we watch this video, because nothing is better on an audio medium than listening to somebody listening to something else (laughs) that's video that you can't even hear.
0: So that was much more of a dark ride than I thought it would be.
1: So you were expecting I don't, more of I, I a was thrill ride So or? I,
0: so my I, what I've said on the show previously was that I was I was expecting a thing something called Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway would have to move a lot faster than the Great Movie Ride did because otherwise you're not really doing much running away That that was incorrect um, <laughs> this does not go much faster than a uh, great movie ride but it is trackless and so the cars for for lack of a better term uh dance around a lot and and that's, that's what I was
1: about to say yeah they they the the time that it takes to go from scene to scene maybe is this, is on par with the great movie ride maybe it's a little faster i haven't I, I would now have to watch a ride through of the Great Movie Ride to remind myself how long it that took. It was took.
0: definitely faster than the Great Movie Ride, but not I was thinking something called Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway would be something where you would be like you would have a lap bar and it would be moving much, much faster than that.
1: Right. But being trackless, like you were saying, then you then it's dynamic. Yes, there's a lot instead of instead of being a static
0: vehicle. There's a lot of side to side movement, lots of unnatural types of movement because you can move freely instead of, you know, the great movie ride had wheel like like wheels, like a car, you know? And so they could turn, but you would turn like a car. These, I don't know what the bottom of a trackless vehicle looks like, but it almost feels like you're on like, like spherical wheels because they can kind of move any, any way like you you move forward and also diagonal and back and forth there's a scene in in this mickey and minnie's runaway railway where uh you're basically dancing and it's a lot of very fluid smooth dance like movement uh that that i think the like you said the dynamism really uh, makes up for the lack of speed
1: yeah so i i am pleasantly surprised so So i I am i will say
0: i will say i'm I'm pleasantly surprised at what that was
1: and and not that not that i thought this was going to be bad prior to that but i still think it was better than what i was like i i didn't have super high expectations for it and it's probably it surpassed the expectations i had for it i think I think it looks like a fun attraction. Now, the one thing that immediately stood out to me when the attraction started was well, not when the attraction started, but when we got to the first scene with Mickey and Minnie is projecto faces. Mm-hmm. But what here's what I wanted to say about that. While I am still not a huge fan of Projecto Faces, I think this makes more sense than any other use I have seen thus far for it. So with Anna and Elsa and with the seven dwarves, the ways in which their faces move feels like something that could be pretty easily, you know, like when you look at Hondo or the storyteller, right? Storyteller. That sounds good. Anyway, the the river journey, animatronic there we go the shaman uh though you know the the facial movements of all those other characters seem like the sort of thing disney could do mickey and minnie's facial expressions being you know the type of the not just animated but the type of animation Mm -hmm. that they are i don't know that that could be accurate or adequately done with practical Animatronic faces. Yeah,
0: they're very stylized. Yeah, it's
1: extremely stylized. Like the way that Mickey, you know, the how wide their mouths open Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. I, I like, like I said, I would, I would be happier to see it be a, a a practical effect, just because like there's just there's a there's some there's some weirdness to projecto faces, but I get why that why they chose what they chose there and there have been other times when I've made the argument that, that some of that felt like a money thing and maybe it wasn't in those cases either, but here it definitely doesn't feel like a money thing. It feels like the right choice.
0: Yeah. My only criticism is how washed out the, the projecto faces. And I don't know how you, you fix that, but if you're, if you're projecting at a sphere you know, or at a, at a, a whatever shape, um, you're going to get wash, you know, there's going to be light wash and it, it just, the parts of the face that aren't the eyes are too bright and it makes the, it just washes out the whole head. That's, that's my only criticism of this is that especially at the beginning when they're in the cars, uh, it looks washed out and that may be a, an an effect of being on camera Uh, But But
1: at the same time, that's the same sort of thing that we've seen. Like, I've seen that in person on Frozen Ever After and on Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and have noticed the exact same thing. So I I do expect that that is the way that it is. But, like, Madame
0: Leota's not that way. So they they can do it because Madame Leota looks totally real.
1: Yeah, but remember that the way Leota is done is opposite the way that these are done right because leota is done from our you know what i i guess i because I, I don't know how projecto face is being done and no that is not the technical term but i like that it's very descriptive and so that's what i'm going to use because you know what i'm talking about when i say projecto face yeah um is projecto face being projected because you know leota is is being projected from the inside right out versus like underneath? i feel Yes. Yeah. That's how Leota is Leota's fiber optics projected out.
0: Really? But I feel
1: like this is. Yep.
0: So what are the. I feel like
1: this is a projector projecting on it. That's. So Leota, back when. Back when Leota was first done, that's how. That's how it was done. But then. in... gosh, I want to say like the toothed out. Maybe it was. I. I don't. At some point, there was a a refurb of Haunted Mansion, and Imagineering uh, came up with this new thing where they were using fiber optics, and it was actually inside the head, projecting out.
0: Hmm. I guess it's possible. Like so. When it, when we were there in December, we rode the Haunted Mansion several times, and I was looking, and there's something in the ceiling. Uh pointed at leota and whether those are like some sort of you know wash projectors or atmospheric projection or or just lighting some sort of special lighting i don't know but there definitely is equipment with lights shining at the crystal ball but i don't i don't know exactly what they are but anyway But anyway, that, I just, that, that effect is very good. And these, and these projected faces, um, were, are, are not as, not as clean, I guess. But man, there is, aside from that, um, that first kind of Mickey and Minnie in the car at the very beginning, there's a lot of projection in this, in this attraction. And a lot of quality that like, so the, i think it's in mystic manor the tornado room where uh is that mystic manor where with the monkey the little mischievous monkey that keeps on yes. you know doing silly things yeah that's um,
1: yeah that's mystic manor
0: so there's a room in mystic manor where it's just a big open room and the the cars the trackless cars kind of move in a circle and the walls get ripped away and that has always, to me, been like the pinnacle of. Here's how you project a room, and here's how you do this room projections. Uh, these these like projected walls, because that looks perfect to me. And so I thought I I, I kind of hold all of Disney's projection, you know, of of a of a of an entire wall, like a big entire room, to that standard. And I thought there was a lot of of projection in this that uh, really meets that standard, um, especially projection that interacts with physical objects and, and that yeah, kind that's, of mapping and, and synced movement.
1: Yeah, that's what I like seeing was there's a lot of projection in here, but it doesn't feel like a straight up simulator attraction there. You know, you still actually have real movement and you still have practical effects being used in conjunction with. A a lot of projection and a lot of really, like you said, really, really well done projection. Um, I think what uh, the Navi River Journey is probably another good example of something like this, Mm -hmm. where you have that mixture of practical effects and the, you know, not just not just practical effects and projection happening in the same place, but actually affecting one another. And seeing, and seeing how those things can affect one, you know, like when things are what there's, there's one section of, of river journey where like there's something it's, maybe it's a frog jumping above you or something like that. And it's clearly projection, but you can, but the, the, the leaf or whatever actually moves in time with it. And so that practical effect makes that projection real. And I think that's what, that's what i see here also which is nice
0: and i th- i do i do think that we are probably getting a less optimal view of all of this because when you look at these type of things especially projected media on a camera the camera picks up a lot more of the light than your eyes would especially with how much it's moving around Um, So I think probably some of these flaws that are are visible in this recording would just not not really be perceptible uh, to your eyes while you're on this attraction.
1: Well, and that's part of what impresses me is I'm watching a recording and, you know, I can't speak to. And of course, that recording is also in the show notes. Uh, We'd encourage you guys to. Go and watch it as well unless you already have a Disney trip planned and you want to go into this blind, In which case don't don't watch the recording. But uh, all of that said, I don't know like how professional this recording is. It, it is laughing place. And I know those guy. you know, the I, I know they've got some money there, uh, but I was impressed by how well this actually filmed. Right. Like it, it wasn't perfect but I've seen projection look a lot more and it didn't feel like this was because they had their cameras finely tuned or anything as much as this was just really high quality
0: projection. Yeah. And I I think it's, I think it's definitely high quality projection. Yeah. I think overall that was a, that was a a pretty pleasant attraction. Um, I, I'm looking forward to being able to experience it myself. Uh, the, the line on day one, so we had we had said four or five hours was what we thought, uh, and I think it got up to three hundred minutes on day one. Which is yes. what, 61, 200, Five hours. <laughs>
1: uh, isn't isn't the the time math always fun yeah so it, it did it topped out at five hours and uh you know you can go look this up on thrill com, which is now sp- no it's not they, <laughs> i'd love it if they sponsored our show and they wouldn't even have to sponsor us with money just give me access to all of their data because it's so fun to look at Nerd. uh but, but yeah so they they showed that it kind of opened at that five-hour wait it never got back up to that five-hour wait and as we're recording on the night of the 5th or the second day that this attraction was open, it looks like it didn't get over, uh, what, like a 140-minute wait and spent most of the day under, it looks like probably under a two-hour wait for most of the day.
0: So what that means to me is that this ride, one, is operating at capacity. Yes. They're not having... Uh, rise of the resistance type issues, where the ride is, is going down for long periods of time, uh, and and two that they engineered a ride with enough you know a- enough capacity. Not only is it operating at capacity, but the capacity of the attraction is high enough that with no uh, even with FastPass available, it's it's only at a two hour standby wait. Three, you know, two or three hours standby wait on day two, which is awesome.
1: Oh yeah, yeah two two and a half hours for a for a short chunk of the day, and like I said, most of the day under a two hour wait, which seems great, man. So uh, I jumped over to Dub to Dub Info while we were talking because I was still wondering about Great and Great Movie Ride was a long attraction. They have it clocking in. With a ride length of eighteen minutes and forty four seconds, yep. it never felt that long to me. Mm-mm. Like thinking about it, I I can see, yeah, sure, it was probably definite. Well, it was definitely that long because that's how long they say it was. But I didn't ever feel that way. Meanwhile, uh, Runaway Railway is four hours, four four hours. <laughs> <laughs> it is the longest attraction It didn't feel that long <laughs> you, you get there when it opens uh four you minutes get there and when fifty it opens, seconds. It, you
0: wait in line for five hours and then this four and a half hour attraction very long day
1: yes yes so four minutes and 50 seconds so that's what uh 20 percent of that you know t- less than 25 percent anyway of the the length of um, great movie ride right mm-hmm. or somewhere somewhere around 25 percent. it's a lot shorter than great movie ride and can't hold as many people but still a, i mean that looked like a reasonable number of people could fit into because there there were what like four cars per train i think yeah and each row can hold four or five people
0: yeah so eight to ten per per car four cars so you have 40 40 people yeah capacity in one train.
1: Yeah. And and getting those people out every five minutes and thereby loading another train every five minutes. Um, yeah, that, that seems like it would, it would work out pretty well and would also explain why the wait times are able to stay, uh, as low as they are. In fact, like this spent most of the evening today from like 5 PM on at, at about an hour and a half wait. That's wild. Yeah. For a, for a day old attraction. And, and again, I don't think that this speaks to like, oh, well this is, must be a bad attraction because nobody wants to ride that. No, I think it's just, it's a, it's well designed to eat a lot of people and move them through, you know, move those people through quickly.
0: Yeah. I, I think it definitely speaks more to their ability to eat people than it, it does to the quality. Cause I, I mean, I, yeah, i I totally agree with you um my my final question for you brad is do you and and this is not going to be fair because we haven't actually gotten to ride it but being given what we know with length and the the nature of the ride vehicle and stuff do you feel like this is a worthy replacement for a great movie ride and I, I, will, I will go first. I will say that Great Movie Ride it was one of my favorite attractions at Walt Disney World. And I was very, very sad to see it go. The Robert Osborne TCM refurb of Great Movie Ride was so good that I didn't understand why they would want to get rid of it when they did. This attraction... It it looks like it's a lot more fun, traditionally fun. Uh, Great Movie Ride was interesting. It did have some interactive elements with the, you know, different scenes that you could, that you, that you would experience. But I think this will probably delight more people than Great Movie Ride did. So I would, I would say based on what we know that, yeah, this probably is a worthy replacement of of The Great Movie Ride, even though I love and miss The Great Movie Ride dearly.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't think that this is the sort of thing where you look at it and go, well, I'm sure I'm glad they finally got rid of The Great Movie Ride and got a good attraction in there. Like, we both liked The Great Movie Ride, but I can appreciate that this is an attraction where I don't go... They got rid of the great movie ride for this, you know, sort yeah. of a thing. Yeah, uh, or they got rid of the great movie ride for nothing, uh, or for stroller parking. Um, we love and miss you, Stitch. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I, I think this. I I think this was a a worthy uh, a replacement attraction. You know now. It, we can uh, we can get into arguments about all of the places they had where they could have built this instead and kept the great movie ride. but yeah, it 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 makes sense and I can uh, I can be happy that they did something good in in place of the great movie ride rather than getting rid of a good attraction and replacing it with garbage or replacing it with nothing. So in that in that way, yes. It is wor- It is a worthy successor to The Great Movie Ride.
0: I, I totally agree. All right, well, I think that'll do it for this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at MTM Podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. You can visit us on the web at missingthemouse.co. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And until then, have a magical day.